Good morning. It's good to be with you as we continue studying in Acts today. Um, this is my last uh, time you'll see me in Hattiesburg. The next time you uh, see these videos or hear this podcast, I'll be back in Madison. In fact, I'm actually back in Madison when you're watching this, but I'm recording this, like I said, early. Uh, that way uh, you can get it on time in the morning. So um, today we're going to be uh, reading from Acts chapter 16. We're going to be reading 16 verses 1 through 5. Paul went on also to Derby and to Listeria, where there was a disciple named Timothy, the son of a Jewish woman who was a believer, but his father was Greek. He was well spoken of by the believers in Listeria and Iconium. Paul wanted Timothy to accompany him. He took him and had him circumcised because the Jews who were in those places, for they all knew his father was Greek. As they went from town to town, they delivered to them, they, they delivered to them for the observance of the decisions that had been reached by the apostles and the elders who were in Jerusalem. So the, the churches were strengthened in the faith and increased in numbers daily. Okay, this is a very interesting passage. There's a lot to unpack here, um, a lot to see here. First, yesterday, we talked about how Paul and Barnabas parted ways over uh, the mission that Paul had and over the relationship that Barnabas desired. Let's not be too harsh on Paul here, because what do we see? We're going to see in Timothy, Paul um, mentor Timothy. So Paul was not against relationships. Paul just... Paul was driven different than Barnabas. Barnabas was really, he had it in for the underdog. Barnabas really wanted to pour into the ones that others forgot. That was Barnabas's pull. Paul, Paul though, Paul mentored. We see it with Timothy. We see it with Titus. We see that Paul was also a relational person. Paul also mentored. So it's always, you want to always be careful when you read the Bible or when you talk of things. You never want to say, you know, all this is always that. Paul is not all just, Go, go, go. Paul also truly valued relationships. And we see it with Timothy. So I, I just think this is important for us to understand that Paul wasn't always just, you know, so driven that he wasn't relational. Paul was relational as well. So see, here we see Timothy. This is Timothy who will become Timothy of first and second Timothy, very close to Paul, great ministry, great things that he did. So Timothy is a really big deal in the life of the church and a really big deal specifically in Paul's life. But what I think is interesting here is what we read, where it says, Timothy says, verse 1, he was um, son of a Jewish woman who was a believer, but his father was Greek, so his father was not Christian, not Jewish. Um, he was spoken well of by the believers in Listeria and Iconium. Paul wanted Timothy to accompany him. He took him and had him circumcised because the Jews were in those places, for they knew his father was a Greek. Okay. And then it says, they go and take the letter telling the Gentiles that they did not have to be circumcised. That all they had to do was, remember we talked the other day, avoiding fornication, avoiding strangling blood, uh, you know, um, uh, avoiding um, uh, uh, regarding life. Um, so um, we see that, um, that it was not a requirement from the church, as we said the other day, that they be circumcised. And Paul was going around telling the Gentiles, you don't have to be circumcised. You don't have to. But um, Paul takes Timothy and has him circumcised. So is Paul a hypocrite? Is Paul being a hypocrite here because he has something done to Timothy that was not required of anyone else? All the requirements were, you know, avoid food sacrifice to idols, avoid blood. Avoid fornication. And yet here we see Timothy 
circumcised. I'm not going to say over the objection of the church, but not a requirement. And then, in fact, they go around to other places telling people, hey, guess what? You don't have to be circumcised. You don't have to do this. You, you are free not to do this. You just need to believe in Jesus and avoid these things here. Yet Paul does this to Timothy. So is Paul being, is Paul, Paul being hypocritical here? Is Paul, you know, asking something that he shouldn't have asked Timothy? And um, interesting question. But I think Paul understood that for Timothy and what he was going to have to do, what, what Timothy was going to be required of in, in his future ministry, that while circumcision was not required to be a Christian, it wasn't required to be a Christian, this was going to make Timothy's ministry easier and help him in his ministry. Um, there are certain things. I love what Paul says in Romans. I love what Paul says in Romans. They're arguing over food, what to eat, what not to eat, Levitical law and things like that. And Paul says this in Romans. He says, by what you eat or drink, do not harm the one for who Christ died. Paul says, if you want to observe the ritualistic laws, fine, observe them. It's fine. If you don't want to, that's fine. The gospel's not a, food but if in your freedom to not observe them you harm someone else is it really worth it is it really worth it timothy was not required to be circumcised to be a christian obviously timothy was not required to be a circumcised to be a religious leader but paul knew that a lot of Timothy's life was going to also be in the realms of Jewish believers. And that this circumcision was going to be helpful to him with this group. It may seem silly. It may seem unimportant. But it wasn't about Timothy. It was about what Timothy could do to best proclaim the gospel. We don't live for ourselves. We don't live for ourselves. We don't live just for what we want or what we want to do or how we want to do it. But we live for others. We live for others. And it's very important in our life that we understand that we don't just live for what we want or for what we think is best or for what we desire or for our stuff. But we live to help others know Jesus. We live for others to know the gospel. And so one of the questions we have to ask ourselves is with what we do, and how we live, and how we act, how we how we live our lives, is it helpful with the gospel? One of the best modern uh, modern things I can think of it is if you've ever been on a on a mission trip in Latin America, um, one thing is that you're told is that the cultures there is very differently is very different, and that we should dress more modestly than we often dress in America, men and women, and so. Can the gospel be proclaimed? You know, um, wearing shorts and a t-shirt if you want to. Of course it can. Not a big deal. Of course it can. The gospel can proclaim gospel can be proclaimed anywhere, anywhere in any any dress. But because you don't want to offend your audience that you're preaching to, 
You want to honor their context and honor their culture. The gospel, Jesus Christ incarnated the world. In other words, he became flesh and dwelt among us. And he incarnated our world. Those of us who do ministry and mission in our lives as Christians, we need to incarnate our culture. We need to live where we are and honor who we live with and where we find ourselves. When I've everywhere I've served in ministry, I've tried to figure out who my community, what my church is, and try to live it out as best I can in that way. There are certain things sometimes that we do that may not seem like big deals to us. But if it helps someone else hear about Jesus, then it's worth doing. Because it's not about us, y'all. It's not about us. By what you eat or what you drink, do not cause harm to the one for whom Christ died. So I don't live to myself. You don't live to yourself. This world tells us that our stuff is most important. That's not the way of Jesus, y'all. Jesus calls us to think of others first. Jesus calls us to put others ahead of ourselves. Jesus calls us to even put the needs of others ahead of our own needs. That's what Paul does here with Timothy. Timothy could have proclaimed the gospel without being circumcised, 100%. But now with him being circumcised, there are certain people who are going to hear him. There are certain people who are going to be able to hear his message, hear his teaching, hear his word in a way that they may not have other hand or otherwise rather. That's a big deal. Timothy understood it wasn't just about him. It was about his mission. Paul understood it wasn't just about him, but it was about his mission. The circumcision wasn't required, no. But by doing this, it helped Timothy live in a way that was going to be to connect with other people. So today, you don't live just for yourself. You don't. I don't live just for myself. We live for others. We live so that others can hear the good news of Jesus. So today, let's think about that. Are we only doing what we want? Are we focused on our stuff? Are we focused on others? Are we focused on how that we can effectively communicate the good news of Jesus with a world in need? So today, let's orient ourselves differently in that way. Let's not just think about what we want to do or how we want to say it. Let's think about how we do what we do and how we say what we say and how we live how we live in a way that not just about what we want, but it's a way that can help us effectively live out the good news of Jesus Christ in a world in need of saving. So today, Timothy wasn't required to be circumcised, but in doing it, it helped his mess. It helped, gave him the ability to speak to certain people. Today in our lives, let's not just live for what we want. Let's live in a way that helps others be able to hear about Jesus. Thank you all for being with us today. Hope you have a great rest of your day and I look forward to picking up uh, tomorrow with another key story. Lots of key stories, but looking forward to um, unpacking uh, tomorrow's passage. Thanks for being with us.